0: there's huge strategic advantage in focusing on the core of what your company, your department, your team, or you are good at. You know, we live in this day and age of short attention spans. Here I am, you know, hosting a podcast that, you know, a, a two, three years ago, I was doing 30, 40 minute long episodes. And now I'm trying to do 15 minute long episodes. Why? Because the data shows that's how long you You're willing to listen. That's how much time you've got, at least mentally, what you think you've got time for. And I I find myself as a consumer of podcasts doing the same thing. So we live in this day and age where our attention spans are getting shorter, and yet that could be one of the biggest obstacles or um, things that threaten you, your success as a leader, a short attention span. Okay, well, I'm kind of bored that we're doing this. So now let's branch into that or let's do that project or let's come up with a new initiative or let's try that you you got you got to stay focused i'll tell you why in this episode leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe i'm russ hill i help build leaders and this is the culture hacks podcast Welcome into the Culture Hacks podcast. I'm Russ Hill. I make my living coaching executives, impacting their results. You can find out more at russhill.me. Russhill.me. It's not some corporate website. It's just my little corner, one of my little corners of the internet. Or you can follow me on LinkedIn. It's probably even better. Go to uh, the uh, link to do that is in the show notes. You can uh, scroll up or swipe up. Swipe to the side, whatever, and uh, you'll see the link to it. Hey, I'm in my car. It's uh, I'm going to grab grab some dinner for the family, and I wanted to uh, I wanted to share what I'm thinking about. So I'm probably gonna pause in the middle when I get to the restaurant where I'm picking up the food and then uh, and then i'll uh, I'll pick it up from there. Not that you really care, but it just makes me feel better <laughs> to say that. And in case, uh, when I record this in my phone, like the peas pop and uh, and it's noisier, so that that's why it sounds this way. Okay, so let me tell you a little bit about. I want to take kind of behind the scenes in uh, in my life and in the business that I'm growing, and then I want to apply it to. I'm going to I share an example with um, executives that I coach and have coached over the years. Okay, so. Immediately upon leaving the firm that I worked at for, you know, closing in on a decade before now, the last Mm -hmm. decade, um, when I left earlier this year, when I'm recording this in 2021, you know, there there was a lot of question about, well, what what exactly is the business I'm going to build look like? I wanted to own the company. I wanted equity. I didn't want to keep giving 90% of the deals that I was closing to other people and um that just that like that made sense five six years ago but not anymore and and i didn't want to keep going to meetings that i thought were a total waste and i didn't want to keep not being able to do things that i want I, like i wanted to make more decisions and as you get older and you get more experienced in my opinion well you ought to have equity or you gotta you gotta own it or you gotta be growing not in every case and that may not be the situation for you but for me, that's what it is. And so I'm, I'm happy to be a soldier in somebody else's army, but now it's my army as I get older. And, um, and so can you tell I'm passionate about that? Okay. So, um, so when I left it, the question became, well, what's the business going to look like and what are we going to offer right out of the gate? And that, that was the first question. Okay. I'm pulling up at the restaurant. So hang with me i'll be back in just a second you won't even notice that i'm gone watch okay so i'm sitting in the drive-thru i'm getting a healthy meal okay so <laughs> don't don't bag on me i'm um, picking up salads actually that's what my wife wants as well so I'm, I'm i'm being good and getting that so there's a there are signs in the drive-thru you might be able to guess the uh, the restaurant but i i won't say the name um because maybe they aren't where you're at uh because i know we got people from all over the world listening. So there, there are two signs in the drive through The first sign, like as you're waiting to get to where the menu board is, and, and so like temporary signs. And the first sign says, we're growing fast or something like that. And it shows a map of our state, Arizona. And then it shows the number of locations. It says, we'll more than double the number of locations in the next 12 months. We'll more than double the number of locations in the next 12 months. And then the next sign, as you drive through the drive through says, grow with us. Oh, my gosh, I love that. You do not want to be a part of a company that's shrinking. You do not want to be part of a team that's shrinking. You want to be part of a team that's growing. Okay, I got to pick up my order. Okay, hopefully this is not like the worst listening experience, um, but we'll edit it all together. So hopefully it'll be fine. Okay, pulling out of the drive-through and I don't have a lot of time. Holy crap, the food's fallen. Let me get that situated. Okay, we're good. All right so yeah don't you love that like i have you ever been part of a company that's shrinking like every company from time to time has its rough patch right or at least most companies do and or where it's not you got to let some people go or you got to downsize something or you you got to make some tough decisions or it's just not growing as fast or whatever but if you've been through if you've been part of an industry or a company that stops growing you know how miserable it is that's why i left the media business because I, 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 I saw that my, my in, instead of building new stations and new studios, which was one of my last projects, which was amazing and exciting and being able to make key decisions about what these new studios were going to look like for our broadcast teams, and it was awesome. And, uh, but then I saw, oh no, now my, now my job is going to become a member of a firing squad. We're going to be downsizing for the, the foreseeable future, there's not going to be dramatic growth in revenue in traditional broadcast media because it was disrupted so much from the internet. And I, so I was part of a shrinking industry and part of shrinking company. And I couldn't, I, 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 I couldn't get out of there fast enough. I mean, not, not that it was a bad company or bad industry. And I've got friends that are still there that are super happy and doing awesome. But for me, as a leader of people, I want to be in an industry and at a company and uh, in a department that's growing, Growth attracts talent. When you're not growing, when a company and industry is not growing, you can't find you can't find anybody. Like nobody wants to work. There, there's so there's you battle over mediocre talent. Anyway, um, those signs in the drive-thru got me. Okay, back back to the real topic of this episode. So when I start when I when we launched the firm, when I left and I started my own company and then you know consider putting other other people in it to co-own it. And having having a partner or two or three um one of the things that was on my mind was okay well what am i going to do like there's so many different things we could do or i could do in the space of consulting coaching um working with i knew i wanted to be around leadership teams and all of that and immediately became i, I decided you know what i i think i've got some ideas but i'm gonna let this kind of just unfold and we'll see what the market wants And so I had multiple companies come to me, some brand new, some had heard about me before, some I had worked with the leader here or there years ago or whatever it might be. And I had had them come to me and say, hey, would you help us with this? Would you help us with that? And so I thought, okay, yeah, I'll do that. And some are, you know, Fortune 10 companies and some are Fortune 500 companies and some are Fortune 26 million, (laughs) I'm just playing, smaller companies. And so I decided, you know, I want want to do I want to work with some smaller companies that I haven't worked with before. I want to work with some some companies that are that, uh, you know, with leaders that aren't leading 10,000 people or 4,000 people. I want to work with smaller organizations. And then I I, and at the same time, I want to work with some larger companies like I have been um, in in my previous life, you know, before I left the firm. So so I, I did that well part of what I want to do is scale this business part part what I what's been dr- the reason I wrote two books last year now as I t- talked about in one of the previous you know one of the recent episodes the the third book is now underway some posts on LinkedIn are going to be coming in the next week about it showing the cover design we're working with the, anyway um th- that's advancing and I'm super excited about it and then and then the podcast what you're listening to right now and then the content on LinkedIn that I, that I do on a regular basis. Although I've taken the month of July off or the month of June off from that. And I've extended it a little bit longer being off the grid. I don't, I don't do anything halfway either. I'm all in it or I'm not in it. And so I wanted to be, I wanted to be off the grid during the summer. But so the reason, so I'm not doing as much LinkedIn right now as I have been, but I'm going to come back with a vengeance starting next week when I'm recording this. And, um, and and so the reason I do that, I make posts on LinkedIn. The reason I put out podcast episodes, the reason I'm writing books is because I want to reach more leaders because I've learned things. I've observed things. I'm I'm witnessing things. I'm having experiences that that really can help leaders. And and, I, and I'm passionate about it in case you can't tell. and 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 because I know it works, I've seen the impact on like massive corporations, big time projects that I wish I could tell you about where it totally changed the fate of a company or absolutely changed a project or you know, saved, uh, we're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars in multiple cases. And, um, and so I've seen the impact of these principles. And so I wanna, te- I, wanna, I wanna expand that to more people. Well, what I've decided, what I've had to realize is one thing at a time. The core business right now, Russ, this is what I tell myself, is the core business is this coaching of executives and you've got these clients that are paying you, you know, you, you've got them set up on these agreements and that's the core. And so you need to make sure you're set up to do that really well. This is what I tell myself. Okay. That's the core business. That's what you're launching with nothing else right now. Like you got to scale that and you got to get it good and you got to be able to get it to where you feel good about it. So I I wasn't, that was my plan when I, when I, when I started all this in February, March of, of 2020, this year, or 2021 this year, I, I thought I would be scaling it in, in, into smaller agreements or smaller offerings, more affordable, like to, to an average leader that maybe doesn't have a huge budget or is spending his or her own money to develop themselves. I thought, I thought I'd already be doing stuff with them, but I've, I've had to focus on the core business and say, Nope, not yet. Nope. Great ideas okay, hang on. Like I got all this stuff in the wings ready to go. But I have witnessed over and over and over again, organizations, teams, leaders who get, who, who, who it becomes a competitive disadvantage. It injures them. It hurts them. It slows them down by moving too quickly by having their short attention span. Okay. We're, we're, we're making some money over here. We're doing well. And so now it's time to branch over into that. Well, no, it's not. Or, or make sure it is. Like double check. Think about it. Make sure that you're, you're really scaling that business and maximizing it. And, 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 and you've got efficiencies in it. And uh, I find myself talking to leaders about this all the time. And then it's a, it's a principle that I'm uh, applying to myself right now as well. And so for another episode, you, you, you could, we could dive into, well, how do you know, like, how do you know when it's time to kind of grow outside of this? And what I would tell you, one of the key things I would tell you and just a, a headline, and we can get more into depth on this in another episode is, um, the business is on, not on autopilot, but it's not requiring nearly as much of your time. Your time as it did before. You've got the leadership uh, organization structure, um, the leadership team in place that that's competent and experienced, and you've got a lot of, of faith and confidence in them. And they're running it, and you find yourself, instead of spending 100% of your time on what you used to, now it's 90%. Now it's 80 and seventy and sixty, and you're scaling it back. you're like, "Wow, you know it, this isn't requiring, I don't have to be involved in nearly as many decisions." And the leader who can do that, who can build those that leadership team around him or her, then now you can branch out into other things. Now it's time to move on. But if you don't have that competency around you, holy crap, no, you can't you can't you can't go into that new area that's interesting you or that's got a ton of revenue available or that's exciting you gotta wait until you've got the leaders in place the process the structure the systems to where this bad boy is growing the core business is growing at a good rate and it's requiring less and less of your attention that that's when you as a leader can branch out. The only exception to this, and there, there's some of you who are listening that maybe have access to a ton of venture capital, um, and you work for a very large organization, and so there are acquisitions and, and different things that you could do, and that that's different, right? Um, because there's a window of time, and there are investors that have expectations, and the, the same principles apply in that you're going to struggle to make that new business or that additional business successful if you don't have a structure in place, competent leaders and processes um, in place, uh, you, you're, you're going to struggle to grow both businesses. In fact, I've seen more than one organization really take it on the chin, ha- have a setback or a leader who's been let go a CEO or a senior executive who's been excused from their role because they, they were trying to grow too quickly or their attention span was so short. So a few things to think about the foods, uh, I'm back at the house and the food is, uh, it's getting colder. Actually, no, it's not, it's, it's Phoenix. And so it's like 196 degrees outside right now. And so if I don't get these salads inside, um, they're going to be soup. So anyway, um, I hope you're all having a great summer if you live somewhere where it's summer right now. appreciate you listening, and uh, hope you're healthy. hope you're doing well, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Are you getting my emails as well? Every week, I'm writing an article designed to strengthen your ability to lead others. Are you seeing these? If you're not, join the more than 5,000 people who are reading them. They've subscribed for free. Just go to russhill.me. Start getting those weekly leadership articles at m e. At that site, by the way, you can also learn more about my online courses and coaching sprints if you've got interest in that as well. RussHill.me.